0: Must have been nice having those short texts at the First Lady's funeral. Um, Today's reading is Luke chapter 1, verses 1 through 23. Luke's purpose. Many people have already applied themselves to the task of compiling an account of the events that have been fulfilled among us. They used what the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed down to us. Now, after having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, I have also decided to write a carefully ordered account for you, most honorable Theophilus. I want you to have confidence in the soundness of the instruction you have received." John the Baptist's birth foretold. During the rule of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was a descendant of Aaron. They were both righteous before God, blameless in their observance of all the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to become pregnant, and they both were very old. One day, Zechariah was serving as a priest before God because his priestly division was on duty. Following the customs of priestly service, he was chosen by lottery to go into the Lord's sanctuary and burn incense. All the people who gathered to worship were praying outside during this hour of incense offering. An angel from the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw the angel, he was startled and overcome with fear. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will give birth to your son, and you must name him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many people will rejoice at his birth." for he will be great in the Lord's eyes. He must not drink wine and liquor. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. He will bring many Israelites back to the Lord their God. He will go forth before the Lord, equipped with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will turn the hearts of fathers back to their children, and he will turn the disobedient to righteous patterns of thinking. He will make ready a people prepared for the Lord." Zechariah said to the angel, how can I be sure of this? My wife and I are very old. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in God's presence. I was sent to speak to you and to bring this good news to you. Know this, what I have spoken will come true at the proper time. But because you didn't believe, you will remain silent, unable to speak until the day when these things happen. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they wondered why he was in the sanctuary for such a long time. When he came out, he was unable to speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he gestured to them and couldn't speak. When he completed the days of his priestly service, he returned home.
1: Thank you, Joe and thanks for uh, getting our Advent season underway. And uh, this year, we're going to, um, especially since our, our texts are gonna be a little long, we're gonna have, have some help. We're gonna have a little, little picture to go along with it, or I should say art. So let me introduce to you Zachariah. Look at him. We're using a curriculum this year called Sancti- Sanctified Art. So each week, we're gonna have an art piece that we're going to talk about and we're going to um mull and consider trying to feed into yet some more of our senses so um let's let's take a look and i'm gonna this is the only time there's only time dan i'm going to need to use words because i'm using the artist notes but then i'll get back to my memorized sermon so um so this is this is from the words of lauren wright Pittman. well first of all what do you all see what do you notice right away The, t- the, t- the, table? the table? What's on the table? What is that do you think is on the table? An angel? Did someone say an angel? Yeah. Okay. Gabriella. Gabriella, an avatar. Gabriella, non-binary. Gabrielle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our non-binary angel. Yes, okay. I have to admit that I didn't know that was a table. I thought that light just really, like, stylized brown. Oh. That was face. Or an altar, right? He's a priest, right? After all, yeah, yep. What else? What else do you notice? By the way, this is we're going to start out. We're going to start out with class, and then we'll go into sermon. So, class. What else do you see? And then we'll post this to you, so you can look at it online too. Is, is it astonishment? Or fear? Yes. Yes. He can't talk. Remember. There's no, there's no wrong answer. But yes, I think it might be a gasp as well as, oh, I can't talk. Yes, yes. <laughs> His robe, right? His robe is very striking, isn't it? Yeah, very colorful. Yeah. Yeah, the stars, the night, the, the intimacy of it. Right? And the connection. 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 Yeah. What do you think he's hold yeah, go ahead. It's a sort of a spirit baby. Or a hope for, right? A hope for. Right? Route? Isn't art fun? Isn't art fun? Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you I'll tell you should I tell you her words now or later? Now? Okay. Um, so we notice Zacharias dressed in a breast, breastplate, uh, robe, checkered tunic, turban, his turban and sash, as the book of Exodus specifies. In my painting, the gold, blue, and purple, crimson yarns are woven together and bejeweled with engraved stones which bear the names of the sons of Israel, from Exodus 28.4. Then Zacharias stands in a holy place, um, wearing the most meticulous garments. Does he expect to encounter the divine? Right, he got dressed up for the divine, right? As my, my relatives would say, why do people have holes in their jeans? They should dress up. Okay, yeah. Or is he just going through the motions, lighting the incense as the all too, too familiar scent? It fills the air. After all these years fulfilling priestly duties and living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord, uh, Uh, Luke, Zechariah, and his wife still don't have any children. Regardless of their desire for children in a culture and context, that childless bore an implication of God's contempt. I ruminated, these are her words, I ruminated on this image, a weary priest wrapped in layers of fabric, colors, symbols, textures, rare stones that proclaims God's providence and power. The contrast is not lost on me i often try to neglect my weariness by putting on a veneer of unwavering trust in god while feeling like i may just suddenly unravel into a pile of beautifully curated thread stones and golden accessories in this image i decided to depict the angel as smoke from the altar of incense zachariah has one hand over his mouth in fear and disbelief while his other cradles the notion not yet hope of his son's existence. Do you bind up your weariness? Do you put it in a neat, tidy bow? What do you think might happen if we open up ourselves to God? Maybe we'll meet an angel. So, we're going to start Advent with God's ridiculousness what a 96 year old guy is gonna have a baby God's saying yes and if we are uh, if we've been listening remember to our summer series of Sarah and Abraham and if we um, listen and know our Bible stories God has used this theme before amen that yo you who think is not going to have a child you're going to have a child because again in the culture it was really important to have children to keep going right to keep the race going to keep the people going to keep the uh the culture going this story is a little bit different because as you can see he's privileged he's a high priest and she as uh, the commentators like to say, is a PK. She's a preacher's kid, right? Or priest's kid. So they are people that are considered righteous by God. So this is actually a lesson for us and those of us. um, I realize um, uh, infertility is a real issue. Uh, In the past, it used to be thought you must have done something wrong or that your generation before you did something wrong, and that's why you cannot be pregnant we now know no sometimes it's biological and we get that in this story they are still righteous and they've been serving God so let's let's give that grace let's let's acknowledge that and then now they get this message from a funky looking Gabriel Gabriella (laughs) um, saying and you are going to be bringing in because, because of your good work. Because I know you are weary from being in this occupation. I know that you are looking for hope and you are looking for a profit. And guess what? You are the one bringing it. And they both laugh. They're like, no, no, no. Remember, we're old. We're, we're older than Rebecca, right? We're old. We can't be having children. And then you have this division of the way that um, some people think differently. Uh, Zechariah comes like kind of with data. He needs data. Like, okay. Okay, but how? And are you sure? Are you sure, God? God's like, okay. Remember Abraham and Sarah? Remember Hannah? Remember I've done this before. And you know, you maybe you didn't listen in class that day. I've done this before. So you know what? We're going we're gonna to have you be silent so you can ponder. We're, we'll, let you, we'll let you have some faith. We'll let you get in there. We don't want you out preaching to people that you are not sure about me, God. And then we got Elizabeth. Because Elizabeth knows how the body works, right? She's like, well, how? But okay. Okay. She doesn't say to God, God, are you sure? (laughs) She's like, she's just kind of thinking through. All right, it hasn't happened before, but I'm with you. So you just see the difference to really allow for the faith. And so then we're going to have a baby. It's going to be John. John is a really important figure, isn't he, as we get to know him. And we also are going to be hearing um, in this text coming up, we're going to hear Mary and Elizabeth talking together and celebrating what God has done for them because there will be two women bringing in um, the future. Now, um, you've got to love this part. I don't know if you remember it. That's kind of why we sang Joy to the World. And there, that, that in this text they make sure, and he will not be a drunkard. <laughs> he will not be drinking, and you know what that is? That's foreshadowing, because you know, we all know what happens with John, right? He's the he's the hippie of the story. He's the one that lives outside of culture, and he's the one that tells people maybe a l- little more direct than, than the, the good Midwesterners of, of Bible times want, right? So we're getting a little foreshadowing of Elizabeth and Zechariah, you get to bring in the prophet that's going to keep us on edge, that's going to keep us living the covenant. And then as we wait and as we ponder. Preparation. It takes a lot of time to prepare for a baby, doesn't it? You might say your life turns upside down. And that's why we're supposed to take these weeks to prepare. For example, we are gonna be um, uh, welcoming new, new governance board members in January. We're not just gonna have them start January 20th without getting a fun packet, without getting job descriptions, without getting um, how things are done at Fairview Community Church, they are going to get all sorts of fun stuff after January 1st, because I don't want to get get lost in Advent stuff, okay? But that means there's people preparing, getting it ready so that the new board can come on. And then we, as a new board, will now get to vision. What do we want to be as Fairview Community Church? For four years, we've been very steady, thanks to you, to the volunteers, and to the caring, and to the reaching out, and to the connecting, and to organizing um, the drive, which we have to have you talk about. Yes, we've been doing that, but now we've got to get these systems in place that have kind of been let go. We have to prepare for the next step. Are we ready? If we can get ready for this baby, I think we can get ready to then be the church that will lead us into the next step. Have we enjoyed today's service? Yeah. Okay, Yeah, yeah, the gradient. And have we enjoyed the music? So that's been about six hours of prep so that you could have that worship. It's been fun prep, but it's been prep. So we need to remember that part of the religious act of this time is to be part of the preparation right you can make a pie but what do you have to do to get it right there's ingredients that you have to mix and match and then and, and then what if you forget to bake it not so good right um, you think of that great dinner many of you just did Thanksgiving Uh, A great group went together uh, to IHOP, but you know people had been there all morning preparing that food so that we could gather as a circle of friends. So this preparation, we can think about religiously, and oh, isn't that great for those, those people way back then? Isn't that really interesting art? Yes, but it's also to remind us we are to be living in the scriptures. We are to be taking seriously this time let's not rush for christmas day let's make sure that each day we live has been gracious and kind and have you have we thought about oh wait how can i help so and so do this better how can i help so and so do this better how can i make sure our church is doing better there'll be lots of steps but they're going to be really fun steps We'll be able to think of all new ways to reach out because we will have done all the homework to set it up so we can go out and share the joy. So are we ready for Advent this year? Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. You know, I love, um, I don't just love the dinner. I love all the time in the kitchen beforehand. Amen? Gabbing, talking, gossiping. You know, um, yeah, eating, like, yeah. So let's, let's think of that a little bit. We're just in the kitchen right now, getting ready, getting ready. So take a look, ponder. Look at that baby of hope to be and put all those things that you are hoping for in these next weeks and these next months and these next years of Fairview Community Church And put them right there and protect them tightly. Amen.